Is ready to rock. Yep. Nine to five. Nine to five. What a way to make a living. It's enough to make you go crazy. <laughs> is that how it goes? Something like that. All no. I know is I think that's CeeLo Green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome back to WTM. Watch this movie. I'm your host, Eric Mulder. So he says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. Joining me today, another four banger, another full house. <laughs> no clip. Right? That's how it goes. Uh, uh, we have Wolfie T. What's going on? Right. I'm kicking a log, homie. Kicking a stupid dog moves. Busting it out. Yep. What about you, Jones? Are you still kicking the stupid dope moves? Every day. All day. Beef jerky time. You want some beef jerky? He doesn't kick it live like me. No, not live. No. Alex Her. Jones, he has too many. What can I do? He has too many responsibilities over there. He's got a whole empire. Yeah. Well. Media empire over there. Got conspiracies to think of. <laughs> Fools. <laughs> They're, they're not conspiracy <laughs> theories. They're conspiracy facts. <laughs> that was Alex Jones. And now let us move to Jason. Producer. Hey. Jay Bird. What up? <laughs> Jay Bone. Jason's a legend, Jay. A legend. 9 to 5, the 1980 classic. Are we done with intros? Women's lip classic. <laughs> we never got Jason's soundbite. Told you the same as last fucking episode. I'm putting it in after. <laughs> is nine to five really a classic? Like, is it considered the movie? Classic? It's, a, it's a classic. Yeah, they had. I've never. I'd never heard of this movie. Maybe that says more about me than about the movie. Had but. you heard of the song? I would say uh, the song is. To me, the song's a classic. I the movie is lesser. I feel like I must have heard it somewhere. Yeah. Nine to five. I sing it once a week at work. I think, <laughs> on my way. <laughs> I don't get past nine to five. Looking to make a living. And I just go. <laughs> I think the movie's getting more love uh, these days, though, because of the hashtag time's up. Yep. Is it being talked about? Uh, they, well, on the. They just have the Makers Conference. They had Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda talking about the glass ceiling. What's the Makers Conference? I don't, something about women. <laughs> Makers uh, Mark? I don't know. <laughs> Whiskey I didn't look conference? The, I just keep getting Yahoo alerts about it. And it's all about like women and uh, business and uh, whatnot. What are your Yahoo alerts set for? 
<laughs> they send conferences me, like, everything and women <laughs> it was like all the like the big news women in heels which is like kylie jenner's uh new baby name i got that alert what is it stormy with an i oh my stormy <laughs> jenner i didn't put the last name up there stormy j uh, sj stormy. well travis scott is uh, allegedly the dad but uh, that has nothing to do with the Makers Conference. <laughs> <laughs> but like they had the, you know, that lady from Facebook, the Lean In Lady, and Cheryl uh, Zamberg, her and uh, the YouTube CEO, and uh, Hillary Clinton was on there today, I think. Um, but yeah, there's like every like famous woman in business is there, and they're talking about women being equal in the workplace and shattering. Sick. The glass ceiling. Shattering it? Shattering. Or chattering it. <laughs> Ladies be chatting, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> if anything, the movie 9 to 5 shows you what happens when you give them too much freedom to talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was uh, one of the reasons we decided to do this uh, with all the Me Too and Time's Up stuff. Wim's Lib is in the forefront. We thought, what better way to talk about that than talk about the classic nine to five from nine to or from nineteen eighty from nine to eighty, which also you asked if it was kind of in the current zeitgeist. Yeah, and the Grammys were what like a week ago, right? They're about yeah, something like that. Well, it must have been last year's Grammys because they had Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly Parton on stage to give like an award. And this is not long after you know Trump had won, and so like Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, can't remember what they said, but they I don't know they just talked shit about Trump a little bit. But you could tell Dolly Parton wasn't. I don't know if she's a huge Trump fan, but she probably voted for him. Because she, she did not participate in the Trump bashing with those two. She just kind of went, ooh, like as they were talking. And she just kind of stayed back and out of the conversation. Hmm. <laughs> she's got a different demographic she's got to <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. to. Yep. Yeah, maybe she's just trying to protect her image or whatever. Yeah. Where's Dollywood at? Is that Tennessee? Yep. Yeah, Tennessee. Have you guys been there? So you know no. that, but you never fucking heard of Dino Five. <laughs> so, I know everything about Dolly Parton except for the one movie that she was most famous for and her most favorite, so- most no, favorite song. No, Dollywood is pretty much the only thing I know about Dolly Parton. <laughs> well, but, I mean, I know you know her music career and all that. But what are your Yahoo alerts set to? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I, I went on a trip to Nashville uh, when I was in college, and we stopped. At, wait a minute. Nope, wasn't that trip? I think it was in high school with band. I think we stopped in Tennessee and went to Dollywood. Mm. Did oh, you see Dolly? <laughs> no. On the college trip, we went to the Grand Ole Opry. She's performed there, I'm sure, right? Oh yeah. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> She's not big enough for the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> <laughs> she only sold millions yeah. of. Albums. I feel like they must have mentioned her on the tour at that place. Maybe you're thinking of Reba, a.k.a. the Colonel Sanders. I don't know. Did you see Reba's the new Colonel? Oh, that's right. yeah, I did see her in that new commercial. <laughs> Me too. 
We got a woman, Colonel Sanders. S- selling that uh, Smoky Mountain barbecue. Bringing it full circle. <laughs> There's a Colonel Sanders in this fucking movie. Kind of. Well, he just looks like Colonel he Sanders. He kind of looks, looks like exactly Sanders. like <laughs> Colonel <laughs> Sanders. Oh, man. So let's get the deets out of the way here. He's the chairman of the board. Nine to five from 1980. Storyline is three female employees of a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot find a way to turn the tables on him. Starring Jane Fonda as Judy, Lily Tomlin as Violet, and Dolly Parton in her film debut as Dora Lee. Uh, Dabney Coleman plays their uh, boss, their chauvinist boss. Uh, Sterling Hayden is in there. He is Tinsworthy, and that is the Colonel Sanders character. And forget, I didn't re- recognize it just watching it, but when I see the name Sterling Hayden, I know who that is. Do you guys know who Sterling Hayden is? No. So he's from The Killing. He's like the main guy in The Killing. Mm-hmm. Which, didn't it, weren't there two of The Killings? I'm talking about 1960. Okay, Kubrick. Yeah. yeah, Kubrick. Okay, gotcha. But You're thinking a- of the AMC series. That was yeah. called The Killing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It moved to Netflix because nobody watched it. <laughs> oh, it's still on? It was good. Oh. Did you guys see any of it? I heard it was good. I yeah, watched the I first season. It. That was enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. The one dude became RoboCop. He is also what? Police Chief McClure. <laughs> Yeah, he, was, uh, he became RoboCop. Police Chief who? He was in Suicide Squad? <clears throat> oh, we're talking about oh, 9 to 5. Sorry. Right. Right. 9 to 5. Okay. So, Sterling Hayden. So Sterling the killing, Not the shitty fucking TV show. <laughs> hey, the hey, fucking hey. movie. And he's also Chief McCluskey in The Godfather. He gets shot in the head in the diner. Mm. Nice. Mm. Yes. Classic. Yeah. So that, Classic point Pacino. That out. Hoo-ah. <laughs> 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 wow. uh, I remember that scene. <laughs> same movie, same same scene when he shoots him. That's what he yells after he shoots him. Hooah. Then he drops the gun and walks out. Yeah. He does a couple of hooahs in the bathroom when he's getting the gun. Yeah, he's getting himself <laughs> jacked up. Hooah. Jason's just observing. I'm the only one that hasn't seen this movie. Well, you haven't seen The Godfather? You haven't seen The Godfather? I told you that. I have a list of movies that I really should have seen by now. Have you seen Scent of a Woman? No. Nothing's ruined for you, really. Have you seen any Al Pacino movies? (laughs) Yes. Jack and Jill? No. (laughs) Have you seen Neighbors? No. (laughs) They're They're having the Robert De Niro party? And neighbors, the college kids do a Robert De Niro party, so they're dressing up like Robert De Niro. But then they start going Al Pacino. <laughs> they start going hooah, <laughs> and they're like, "Your references are all over the board." <laughs> and then the black kid, Sam Jackson, because I'm Sam Jackson from Jackie Brown, <laughs> when he starts doing Pulp Fiction quotes. <laughs> You're upsetting Jinxie Cat. <laughs> all right, nine to five. Uh, couple more of the characters. Uh, Elizabeth Wilson plays Roz. Start over. Also directed <laughs> directed by uh, Colin Higgins. Higgs. An old sack so, of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we start off with the glorious theme song, 9 to 5, by Dolly Parton. Which 9 is to 5. You're going to play the whole thing right fantastic. here, Fantastic. Right? No. Oh, Kick them stupid dope beats. <laughs> 
I'd snip in a little clip here, but yeah, the song's awesome. I've known it for a long time. I've at least I've heard it for a long time. But uh, yeah, I'd never seen this movie until just a couple weeks ago. And uh, I just thought, overall, it is just a delight from start to finish, I thought. It's Oscar-nominated. A lot of fun. It's pretty good. Dolly Parton is pretty great for it being her film debut. Mm -hmm. She's just so charming, though, that it's kind of like, well, she's just kind of good at everything, isn't she? Yeah. I don't know. Acting, I guess. She wouldn't say everything. She basically had to play herself, so... Are it? you saying she's a bad mother, Jones? I could be. I don't know. <laughs> Shut she's, your mouth. She certainly works a lot. <laughs> Neglect, do I see? Later in life, she made a lot of movies about herself. Did you know that? Like, all her movies are about, about her. herself? Like, about, biographical? Yeah, they're all, like, Christmas movies. Joyful like Noise, that. autobiographical? They're all, like, Christmas movies. And she, she's in them for some reason, but they're about her, like, as a younger person. She's really into Christmas? I guess. Cool. I've never seen them. <laughs> so how the fuck do you know? I've heard of them. I don't. I, I, so you've I heard of these movies, and I've that tells you them. that it's her talking about herself around Christmas. They're time. like on the Hallmark Hall of Fame. They show them during football games. The commercials for them. The Hallmark Hall of Fame <laughs> shown during commercial. The Puppy Bowl commercials, or what? Oh, yeah, like I've, I've watched a lot of football, oh, and I really they... doubt they show these commercials on your Red Zone oh, channel. My God. <laughs> no, not on Red Zone. Red Zone doesn't have commercials, but like if you're watching CBS football, which you, you don't do, target audience, <laughs> you don't watch those games. It's, I, well, these movies aren't coming out yeah, like, right now. <laughs> they came out in the past. Past year, <laughs> like more than, these commercials, like more out. than a year ago. <laughs> Sounds like it's a conspiracy. It's a series, or maybe I looked at her IMDb page. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just don't like the unpositive light you're shedding on Dolly Parton's illustrious not, film career. I I'm think not, the kids call that throwing shade. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're saying these days? I'm not, I'm not making any judgments about them. I'm just trying to state a fact that that's what she did. So since you guys are so well versed in Dolly Parton's career, hit us. Nine no. to five was this kind of at the height of her music career? Would you say? What was it? Nineteen eighty. She was already a star by then. Yeah. yeah, she was pretty well established. But uh, uh, yeah, they just so kind of kept it going because she was in her uh, she upper thirties yeah. when she did this film. <clears throat> yeah, she would have been about thirty-four, thirty-five. She's probably she, a star for over ten years already. I'm guessing. And she did a lot more movies after this one, right? Yeah. Did when, did, she... when did she do that song from The Bodyguard? What? I don't know. <clears throat> the Bodyguard came out about 92, 93-ish. Well, Whitney, I'm not, I know, I'm not sure if she did it. Oh. I, I guess I'm sure. love you. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. So did she like transition more into movies and kind of put the music career on the back burner? Was she going like with both um, of them full steam at the same time or what? Probably both because she never went like full bore just like, I mean, there's probably a couple of years. I mean, look at her filmography. She might be some films bunched together, but by and large, she kind of still stuck to a lot of music. Hmm. Yeah, she's, like, she's only got 35 uh, credits as an actress. And I'm sure a bunch of those are Guest appearances on TV shows. How about these titles? Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colors, Circle of Love, or A Country Christmas Story. 
or her Dollywood's A Christmas Carol. The year Dolly Parton was my mom. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a movie she what was What is in. that? Doesn't, aren't those a bunch of like Lifetime movies that she's done recently or yeah, something? like the Hallmark Hall of Fame. Hallmark. The year? What are you watching Hallmark? <laughs> I'm not. Those are between 2011 and You can't tell me they're advertising Hallmark Hall of Fame during football. CBS. On CBS. It's a CBS affiliate. She was in Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous. Joyful Noise, right? You gotta bring up Joyful, Joyful Noise. Joyful Noise, yeah. I think Queen Latifah's in that joint. She's in Fried Green Tomatoes. Or still, is that or Steel Magnolias or something? Both, I think. Should a TV movie in 1996 called Unlikely Angel. Big Dreams and Broken Hearts, The Dottie West. That didn't come out right. The Dottie West story. Yeah, she got nominated, Golden Globe nomination for Rhinestone, Steel Magnolias, and Joyful Noise. She played herself in the Beverly Hillbillies movie, 1993. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get to the story at hand here. Oh, we're not playing the song. Yeah, I know. I was going to... I'm going to have to mess with the levels when I play it. I can't just play it now. We can't hear shit. Don't touch my levels. You can put the volume as high as you want, but... Jason doesn't get his... Don't touch those intro. levels. Intro. Got no 9 to 5 to keep this party going. <laughs> Need some clips, man. Let's wrap it up. We <laughs> <laughs> can't fucking hear shit. <laughs> Bring it down. How many verses did you record? This whole thing. <laughs> only recorded 30 seconds. I only recorded 30 and seconds. I killed it. Well, that's going to be stuck in the That head should just be the intro week. of the episode. I know, I was thinking about doing bumpers with it, okay? So, Violets and Dorley are established workers in this office. Does anybody remember the name of the company? Consolidated Companies. That's right, Just, Consolidated. Yeah. It was like it was the a real stereotypical, ever. like, <laughs> Consolidated Mega Companies? I thought companies. it was just Consolidated. I thought it was called it was Consolidated, consolidated Companies. I don't, I don't know if it was companies or... Because yeah. it was very, like, in your face. Incorporated, something It's like an that. evil... Company, but then like the fucking Colonel Sanders at the end is a very nice guy. <laughs> so it's like just that boss. We don't is need a that prick. equal pay thing. Right? Well, they, they said that the she had worked there for twelve years and she'd never seen him, the chairman of the board. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So well, Carrot Top's a hard guy to get a hold of. <laughs> Nobody's seen chairman of the board. Mm. Carrot Top. No. <laughs> <laughs> was that a stretch <clears throat> they went over my well I've, I've never se- i've actually never seen it but i figured you guys would know like the one you've seen it dude i've, no, I've never seen, seen it, it. <laughs> but i figured you guys would know the reference of chairman of the board wolfie t's watching hallmark movies <laughs> watching chairman of the board <laughs> uh, oh, anyway so is that before or after he got his muscle injections before he's skinny <laughs> yeah I've seen the promos for it. <laughs> Jones knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I think I've seen most of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Lily Tomlin and Dolly Parton are both longtime workers, at least, um, for this company. And Judy, Jane Fonda, is the new girl. Brand new. Because Never worked before. <laughs> she just uh, got divorced from her husband. He was cheating on her. He left her for his secretary. 
Yeah. So she's kind of out on her own now. Real class act, that dick guy is. And I just confirmed it's consolidated companies. Mm. There you go. Thank you for the confirmation. You're welcome. Confirming consolidated companies. Confirming. (laughs) (laughs) First clip. First clip. This is when uh, Judy meets the boss with uh, Violet's kind of showing around the office. And uh, here we go. Well, I... I'm not going to bore you with a long harangue. Just suffice to say that it is a jungle out there, but if we all work together, we can cut the balls off the competition and be sitting pretty right on top of the hill. Thank you, sir. I'm happy to be working here. Well, you're a welcome addition, and that damn pretty one, too, if I might add. Thank you, sir. Now, I mean that. You should see some of the crones that have been coming through here lately. Real pathetic. Right, Violet? Oh, Violet, by the way, my wife is coming by later on. I'd like to get her a little present. Could you pick her out a nice scarf or something? Mr. Hart, we've discussed this before. I don't think it's my place to shop. Violet, goddammit, you know, I've been standing up here for five minutes talking about teamwork, and the first thing I know, you're not there for the handoff. All I'm saying, Mr. Hart, is that my job description doesn't say anything about making purchases for your wife. And all I'm saying is that I like people around me who are flexible and get along. So when I ask an employee, especially one who wants to be promoted to management, I expect a little cooperation. You savvy? Savvy. Good. And we're talking silk, blue, maybe a little red stripe. You're talking to the right person. Violet's the best. First person I met at the company. Knows more about what's going on here than anybody but Mr. Hinkle. Oh, Oh, a deer. Yeah, lucky shot. But Judy, uh... Listen, if you ever have anything of a serious nature on your mind at all, I want you to feel free to come in here and talk to me about it because that's, well, that's actually why I have my office on this, this floor is to be close to my girls. Okay? Certainly. Thank you. Okay. He likes to be close to his girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He likes people who are flexible and uh, good team players. <laughs> Just see some of the crones that come in here. <laughs> I was like, I'd never really heard that as an insult before. Crones? Right, right yeah. Violet? Like for like cronies. I think crones is kind of a maybe not used as much these days. You know? <laughs> Do you always 80s, eat crones on the podcast <laughs> while you're talking? <laughs> you could hear that? Oh, that's fine. I'm I'm sure. We didn't know how long that clip was going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. get some snacks going. See, so, yeah, quite the asshole. And uh, uh, I have some further examples of him being an asshole right here. And just go to our next clip. This is. Uh, the boss talking to Dolly Parton in his office, as he's one to do. He calls her in there every day. Dorley! You know, it's like personal secretary, and well, he's, he's basically trying to sleep with her every time she's in his office. He had to get ready for her to get in there, though. He, like, he's got his stuff uh, on his desk right in the exact spot where he wants it. He's got the <clears throat> he's got it all pressed. pencils right at the end it's of the desk. It's an easy push-off, then, without noticing. Real Matt Lauer tricks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah see and he had a, the stuff on his desk was set up in a way that he was going to push it slightly it was going to knock the pens over so she'd have to basically bend over to pick up the pens so he could look at her tits that's what he does <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, let's go to the clip he's a real monster I'm going to eat some more S&M's here yeah hurry up <laughs> let me let me help you with those. No, that's okay, really. I've got them. There you go. Okay. Dorley. Yes? <laughs> a 
about my conduct in the office here yesterday. I'm afraid I got a little carried away. I'd, I'd just like to apologize to you. Oh, don't you worry about it, Mr. Hart. I've been chased by swifter men than you, and I ain't been caught yet. <laughs> Shall we get back to our letter now? Well, yeah. Um, but, well, could you just come over here for a second? I have a little something for you. You know, ever since I made that stupid mistake about the convention in San Francisco, I... Oh, Mr. Hart, you didn't make a mistake. You see, I'll just have to make sure that the next time I'm asked to go to work at a convention that there is a convention going on. Right. And nothing happened anyway, so why, do, why don't we just forget the whole thing? Fine. Doralee, you know, you mean so much more to me than just a dumb secretary, so I bought this for you. I picked it out myself. Well, thank you. You didn't have to do that. Oh, it's nice. It's very nice. It's also very nothing. Doralee, I'm a rich man. I've got a checkbook over on that desk. You just say the word and you can write your own figure. Oh, I could do that now, Mr. Hart. I sign your name better than you do. No, Doralee, I'm serious. Don't you understand I am crazy about you? You're all I ever think about. Mr. Hart, I've told you before, I'm a married woman. And I'm a married man. That's what makes it so perfect. Oh, Mr. Hart. No, Dorothy, what? please. Look, I want you. Oh, for I heaven's you. sake. What are you doing, Mr. Hart? Call me Frank. Frank? What? What are you doing on the floor? Nothing. I tripped. Hit my knee on the damn coffee table. Oh, oh. that's awful. Oh. Oh. Did you hurt yourself? No. <laughs> the wife never gets hip. To what's happening yeah never even when she like catches them <laughs> right yeah. totally oblivious she's a real dumbass <laughs> <laughs> but she had to come in with her uh her cruise brochures and uh <laughs> wanting to take a uh what two month vacation or yeah, it was a two month four week vacation cruise like throughout or... italy or i mean not you're not cruising in italy obviously but around mediterranean sea i guess two probably months? italy and sicily it was either four weeks or two months. She she it was two months. Two months? Yeah. I think she initially yeah. said four weeks, and then when she went by herself, it turned into two months. That's huh. what it was. Well, plus, he said he didn't yeah. want to spend two months on a, on a <clears throat> Dago boat. Yeah, which is a racial slur. Yeah. Not racial, but ethnic slur. Yeah, I suppose it'd have to be Explain. ethnic. Against Italians. <laughs> what did I just say about ethnic slurs? Saturday Night Live reference. You never heard the uh, Dago? It's a, it's a, I've never heard I that. I don't think so. It's an ethnic slur for Italians. Okay. You know, like, like I'm wop. offended for them. Like WAPs. Now we got. We don't need a list <laughs> off. <laughs> what is that one? It's Any another slur for here. Italians. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. How have I never heard these? I've heard that one. I don't know. I, never I don't know how one. many Italians do you discriminate against every day do you hang out with italians <laughs> i had an italian roommate i mean not like from italy but but he liked pizza <laughs> he made some good pasta but he was a good plumber oh. <laughs> he wore he wore red a lot he had a nice overalls. pair of overalls <laughs> and a nice mustache gave me quite the ride with that thing oh goodness uh. <laughs> really plunged it in yeah <laughs> 
Let's move uh, on. Well, it was. <laughs> I mean, it was all fine as long as he gave him a you know fucking coin at the end of the night. It was fine. Oh but my god. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Did that clip have the uh, you're more than just a dumb secretary line? No, that's later on, isn't it? I wasn't listening. I think no, that was in there. That okay. was in there. Was Never mind. So Dorley, you need so much more to be just a dumb half, secretary. That clip had half the movie on. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in my notes, heart is thirsty for Dorley, because he's pretty thirsty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> That's a nice description. That's what the kids are saying these days. I thought you were all hip to the new slang. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just knew through in shade. <laughs> so if we get to a point where somebody's throwing some shade, I'll call it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's get to. We have a couple more clips of just <laughs> the, the, just the boss being an asshole. Is it just going to be clips the whole time? This is a clip show. People hate clip shows. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you guys fucking wanted everything in here. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I requested nothing. I requested nine days. Brett, five. That's it. Brett requested a lot. Brett, I requested like five, and you didn't even play the first one that I asked you to play. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we got a lot of fucking clips, but they're shorter and shorter. So, Judy's, uh, you know, Lily Tomlin's showing her around the office, shows her the copy room, and uh, Jane Fonda starts making some copies, but. Uh, the machine, I don't even know how that machine works. That Making was a crazy copies. big copy machine. It looks like that. those that long <laughs> roll of slots. It's the Judester making copies. <laughs> copies. Uh, the Jude Meister. <laughs> Judolino. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't figure out how it was even working. It was like it was making a copy, and then each one was going to a different slot. But like it looked like it wasn't even working because they started just shooting out yeah. of the slots like willy nilly. Isn't that the joke? That is the yeah. joke. Well, I think all the long slots <laughs> are like collating it, right? It puts she doesn't know how to work it. Page. That was the, that oh, was the I joke. See. I know, but I'm saying I don't know how she could have ran that properly. Why were there so yeah. many random colored papers in there? Yeah. Color coordination, dude. When I was waiting for something to go wrong and I start seeing different colored paper, I'm like, oh, there, there it goes. Something's going wrong. Yeah. She just, I don't know. So, yeah, here's that clip. Clip it. What the hell is going on here? I'm sorry, Mr. Hart. It, it, it was going too fast. Too fast? Well, why didn't you just shut it off right here? Catch you upstairs, Frank. Great little scheme you got here. Right here, right here. I'm sorry, Mr. Hart. I, I thought I could keep up. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Weren't you checked out on this machine? I mean, any moron could operate this thing. I was. Yeah. I know what to do now, sir. You do? Well, then I suggest you do it. Or your first day will be your last. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. All right, now clean this mess up and get back to work. Yes, sir. Harsh. Hey, he's quite the asshole. Should we just go full circle? And I have the last clip of him being an asshole, pretty much. I'm not sure if he's an asshole yet, so play it. <laughs> I want to know what his scheme was, you know? He was going to show that guy well, the scheme they... that he had going. Well, because they just got done talking about how he's like, yeah, my wife's going to be gone for two months. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, you'll be free to whatever. I think they're talking about like Dora Lee. Mm -hmm. Well, no, but I thought. So I think that's a scheme. He was talking like scheming the women in the office. I thought after that, Hart says something like, if you like that, you love this other scheme I got going. Let me show you. And that's when they walk into the copy room. Oh, I don't know. 
Yeah, because uh, Hart has been telling everyone all over the office that he's banging uh, Dora Lee. Yeah, I think he was just scheming for some punani. To the point where all the women believe it. They all are gossiping, saying that Dora Lee is sleeping with the boss. And mm-hmm. and it's actually not the case. Um, Dora girl. Lee is faithful to her husband. Who's do you have the, do you have some the, kind of singer or something. Or do you have the clip of them doing where Lily Tomlin covers up his name to spell fart? No, I, I deleted fart. that off the end of the clip. You deleted it? Yeah. <sighs> God. <laughs> You can put it back in post if you really fucking want it. <laughs> oh, man. For the record, I didn't ask for the copy room clip. That you was, did not. That was not one of my clips. It was me, but I thought it was a good example of him being a fucking asshole. You know, any moron can run this machine. Well, he He's turned so pretty, mean. He turned pretty quick because he was pretty nice to her when they were in his office. Yeah. yeah. He's and like, then, didn't we just talk like a fucking hour ago? And then uh, he was really pissed off yeah. that nobody checked her out on the machine. Uh, so this next clip is when Violet finds out that she was passed over for the promotion, which she thoroughly deserves. She's been in the company for 12 years, and the guy that got the promotion over her is somebody that she trained. So she's obviously upset about that. She even trained Hart himself, right? Yeah, she did. She trained everybody, because that's what she does. Mm-hmm. Here's the clip. Bob Enright. Now, let me finish, okay? And don't go flying off the handle. You gave that promotion to Bob Enright instead of me? I've got five years seniority over him. I know that. For Christ's sake, I trained him. I know that, but see, the the company... Oh, the company bullshit. It's your decision. You promoted him. You tell me why. Well, in the first place, see, Bob does have a college degree. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. While he's away at college getting his precious, useless degree, I'm working my butt off at this company. And in the second place, he does have a family to support. And I don't? What has that got to do with anything? Violet, look, my hands are tied here. The company needs a man in this position. Clients would rather deal with men when it comes to figures. Oh, now we're getting at it. I lose a promotion because of some idiot prejudice. The boys in the club are threatened, and you're so intimidated by any woman that won't sit at the back of the bus. Spare me the women's lib crap, okay? Now, I know how you feel, and I understand it. You understand zilch. I understand I'm still a boss here. And even though you might be pretty valuable out there, you better get a hold of yourself. I'm not going to sit here and take this. God damn it. Norley, get in here! Okay. I told you six weeks ago to have this chair fixed. Okay, okay, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to tell you one thing before I go. Don't you ever refer to me as your girl again. What in God's name are you talking about? Dorlita, what are we going to do about this chair? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm no girl. I'm a woman. Do you hear me? I'm not your wife or your mother or even your mistress. What? Mm-mm. I am your employee, and as such, I expect to be treated equally, with a little dignity <laughs> and a little respect. Refill. What do you mean, mistress? <laughs> Never mind, she's just a little upset. Dorley, just come off it, for God's sake. The whole company knows you two are having an affair. Who's been saying we're having an affair? Who's been saying it? He has. What? What? See, <laughs> so, yeah, real d bag. Um, <laughs> we're still on that. Yeah. We gotta expose no. him for all his d bagginess. Okay. Now we have another clip to drive that home. No, if, if, I don't actually. If you if he had played the clip that I asked him to play first, you would know that Violet is a widowed 
mother of four, which is why it's ironic that he said Bob Enright has a family to feed, and that's why I chose him. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I noticed that. But he doesn't give a shit about Violet's family. Her kid smokes pot. He's a fucking stoner, loser, burnout. He's a bum. Plain and simple. Yeah, speaking of pot, this movie turns into a stoner movie for about a half hour. Kind of out of nowhere. Was that normal in the 80s or in 1980, I guess, for a kid to give his mom a joint? Like, no big deal? Maybe if his mom's a widowed mother of four. Who's really fucking cool about it. I guess. She's just the cool mom. Yeah. Lily Tomlin. She'd be like the coolest mom. It does seem pretty cool. She's probably too burned out from working for Mr. Hart to even do anything about it. So now all three of the main uh, women are pretty pissed off, obviously, and they all leave to go drink. They're all pissed. One of the uh, Jane Fonda's character gets pissed because uh, one of the other women gets fired for discussing her salary in the restroom with an unknown uh, co-worker. Yeah, you know, these days I'm pretty sure there are laws in effect to prevent people from getting fired for talking about that, right? I think so. Well, if that's the case, why do they always tell us to not talk about it? Because uh, the company doesn't <laughs> want you talking about it, but they so can't... Like we're like, not allowed. Like, if they can't, they can't punish you, basically, for talking about your pay, as far as I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just could create tension. The they're not going to give you a promotion. You're talking about how that. much you're making with somebody you work with. Yeah, I mean, it's bad for the company, clearly. Right. But I don't think there's anybody any, else. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know if the laws were different. Or maybe I'm just totally wrong, but I was pretty sure there was something. Adam ruins everything so you can talk about it. There you go. That shows 100% fact. That's right. 100% of the time. You can't air lies. So the three women um, discover that obviously he was lying about sleeping with Dora Lee. So now she's kind of in on the fun because the other women in the office kind of had some animosity towards Dora Lee because they figured they were sleeping together and she was getting special treatment and all that. Nobody would eat lunch with her. Mm-hmm. Poor Dolly. So now it's Dora Lee and Judy and uh, Violet. They head to the bar to go start drinking. And then they get onto the... Uh, Pot party. Yep, they get into a little pot party at Violet's house from the joint that she got from her kid. And uh, there's a little clip for that. (laughs) This is... This is really good pot. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say it was called again? Maui Wowie. Well, I love it. (laughs) It's primo. (laughs) So this leads to... All three of them fantasize in a different ways about how they get revenge on their boss, pretty it's, much. It's Molly Wally like that Kid Cudi song. You all know that song? What album? I don't remember. One of his earlier ones. No. Kid Named Cudi? I don't know. I think Day and Night is the earliest one I have. Is that his earliest? Or is that one? That's Man on the Moon. That's the name of the album. I don't know. I think. Okay, might... so that's Man on the Moon and then Man on the Moon 2. Yep. And then Indicud. Uh, Might have been a mixed Oh, there's the rock one before Indicud. Oh, the the Wizard album? I think that was, yeah, that was before That's Indicud. not Kid Cudi, that's Wizard, dude. Nah, whatever. <laughs> it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been a mixtape called uh, Kid Named Cudi. Okay. Well. It's about Molly Wally. It's called Molly Wally. So, yeah, they get stoned and they fantasize about. They either... fantasize about killing him. Yeah. Mr. Hart. Yeah. 
Uh, Jane Fonda fantasizes about hunting him in the office, which I have a clip from. And then pretty dark. Dora Lee. Dora Lee's is like a country western. She's like the. She, she takes the role, horse, the, but she becomes the boss. Yeah, and then she sexually harasses him, <laughs> which is hilarious. Because hashtag yeah. times up. And then Violet's was that was her, t- her, fantasizing about poisoning him, right? And she's like yeah. a Disney. She's like Snow White. Yeah, she's like it's got to be a fairy tale. Yeah, because it's you know light and whatever, uh, but it's also really fucked up. And she's got all these animated Disney creatures following her around. Yeah, it's basically so, Snow White. She's dressed like Snow White, and yeah. But then the three of them at the end of it were like in different colored princess dresses that I think was from uh, Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. Sure. Those three, you know, the three the sisters. Sure. Yeah, I don't. Know. It's been a long time since I saw that, but weren't there like three? Or no, Cinderella uh, was the three. The evil sisters, right? But but Sleeping Beauty had like the three fairy godmothers or whatever that were trying Mm -hmm. to help out Sleeping Beauty, and they're all like changing the color of her dress, right? Yeah, maybe. Am I remembering that right? Jones looks like anyway. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you think Disney signed off on this? Because from what I've heard, Disney is super protective of their Snow White is uh, public domain. Snow White? No. Well, is it a lot of? Yeah, Snow White is public domain because it's old enough. That's why Kristen Stewart keeps making Snow White movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, wait. The Snow White story wasn't made up by Disney, right? No, it was uh, Hans Christian Andersen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so they can make Snow White movies with, no. like, even uh, if it weren't. But I thought yeah, they called, yeah, it's called I Public noticed Domain. it while I was watching it. I, those, uh, like, the little animals and characters, yeah. they all looked very similar, but they looked slightly different than the real ones. Some of them were, some those are from like Robin Hood, right? Some of them were wearing clothes. They and looked shit. like it was I'm, supposed to be the animals from Robin Hood, I'm and they looked sure. just a little off. Oh, but they looked so similar. And her, mm-hmm. the dress that she's wearing is totally Snow White. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess you said that's Robin Hood is public domain, so. Mm-hmm. Really? All those old Disney movies? But yeah, Pretty that much. that Disney movie. I mean, the Robin Hood story is public well, domain. But was that, it in 1980 though? Yeah, because uh, it wouldn't have been. Back then, you only got like a 50-year copyright, and that shit's from the 1800s or earlier. <laughs> what? We're talking about the animated movie from like the 50s. <laughs> no, like Robin Hood is. I know, but the movie, from the, those cartoon characters in 9 to 5 aren't from the 1800s. They're from that movie. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they didn't like copy Disney's characters. They just... They did. They were similar, but different. It's. It looked to me that they were similar enough for a lawsuit. If yeah, you know, Disney. That's was. that's what we're we're all agreeing on the same thing. They were different, but they were trying to be. They were trying to copy Disney. Like clearly, it was mm-hmm. totally. They were making it look like Disney specifically, so people would think of Disney. Yeah, because the poison apple. That's Snow White, right? The poison apple. Yeah. 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 So yeah. then the poison coffee. That's the whole point. I don't mm-hmm. think Disney wins that uh, lawsuit. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> just different enough. Um, but yeah, I thought the fantasy Nine times out of were... ten, you don't win that battle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Lion tastes good. <laughs> We've set up a system of breathing apparatus using kelp. <laughs> Systematically hunt down you and your family. All right. Um... <laughs> I don't even remember how we got on this. 
have no idea. So we're about the, the awesome <laughs> fantasy scenes. Um, I thought they're all pretty great. Nice change of pace in the movie. It's like, yeah, that's where it kind of turns into like a stoner movie because there's like animation involved. They're smoking weed and it's all fantasy and whatnot. Well, but that's like where, where things start happening. Like before that, I was like, is this whole movie just going to be a bunch of people in an office? Just you know? a bunch of whiny bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Dorley uh, hog tying him was pretty funny though. Yeah, I have a clip here from Jane but, Fonda's fantasy. But everything that happens in the fantasies eventually happens for real, mm-hmm. kind of. Yep, for the most part. Hello, heart. Looks like you've gotten yourself in a spot of trouble, Judy. Judy, you've got to help me. That mob has gone crazy out there. They're trying to kill me. Well, why would they want to do a nasty thing like that? I don't know. I'm not such a bad guy. You're a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot. So I have a few faults. Who doesn't? Is that any reason to kill me? You're foul, heart. A wart on the nose of humanity, and I'm going to blast it off. Oh, Judy, Judy, Judy. Goodbye, boss man. It's quitting time. <laughs> How many takes did it take to get through that whole lying blah, blah, blah? She delivered that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. He's got a few flaws, but is that any reason to kill him? <laughs> Apparently. They they reuse that line in the other two uh, fantasies, but it's like a voiceover or something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so then uh, the next day at the office, Violet has to make coffee again. And she mistakenly, or I should say, she mistakes the skinny and sweet for rat poison. Well, they ran out of skinny and sweet. And she says, I got some more in my locker. And she was super pissed off about something because she's always pissed off about something. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes in her locker and without looking, pulls out a yellow box. And it looks just like skinny and sweet, except for the little skull and crossbones on it. And uh, she pours it in his coffee and then uh, drops it off with him. And uh, then his damn broken chair just breaks all the way because yeah. Dora Lee has not done anything about it for six weeks. I was waiting for that to come into play. Because she's chair. totally useless. He's been telling her for six weeks that the chair's broken, do something about it, and it finally broke and he hit his head and he knocked himself out. Yeah. Coffee spills on the ground. So when they rush in, uh, Judy assumes that he obviously drank the coffee. Violet. Yeah, Violet, sorry. Yeah, after she realizes what she did. Mm-hmm. But uh, by the time she's in there, Roz is cleaning it up, and uh, Mr. Hart's already on his way to the Un- hospital. That's Uncle Roz. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aunt Roz. <laughs> Did you say entourage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know how much you love that song. <laughs> well, it's the worst fucking intro ever to any TV show <laughs> or movie. Oh my god. Uh, this is part of the movie point in the movie where I went. Is this less of a female empowerment movie and more of a cautionary tale? Of, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> but I enjoyed it because I was like, well, this isn't the storyline I thought it was going to go. Yeah. I thought they were going to like 
create a plan and you know antics ensue and then you know whatever it works out in the end and it was like everything oh wait just... no they think they killed him and shortly here it's like you stuffed his body in the trunk and you're driving around town <laughs> i was like what the fuck is going on yeah <laughs> they're just going off the rails not only did they stuff a body in their trunk they didn't even see whose body it was the wrong person <laughs> Yeah, there was a mix-up at the hospital because they follow uh, the boss to take him to the hospital, obviously, because he's unconscious. And uh, they follow him there, and they're watch- They're outside the emergency room. Yeah, and it happens Dor- where Dorley someone else had to go with him, and then Violet comes in later with Judy with the poison. And meanwhile, Hart's in the exam room, and he comes too, and uh, they try to get him to do an X-ray. He's like, "I know that fucking uh, story. I'm not." Taken, uh, being taken advantage of with that shit. I know how this works. Yeah, medical bills. For a little hurts. head injury. He's a man. <laughs> <laughs> they, then they have concussion <laughs> protocol in 1980. They just let him get up and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's another patient that came in just after him who was apparently the target of a mob hit, seemed like a protected witness, and uh, the... The diagnosis from the doctor and the cop talking outside is poison, and that person's dead. And so they hear poison, person's dead, you know, Violet, and everyone assumes that they killed the boss. So the hilarity ensues when they go throughout the hospital. She's moving this body around that's not even his. It just has a sheet over it. Um, she gets it out to the car. They drive. Uh, she puts it in the trunk. They drive around. Where do they drive to again? Just like an alley, isn't it? Or... I don't remember. Uh, they didn't know like, where. They, remember. they didn't know where they were going. They just drove away. Oh, and Judy said, "Let's go to a restaurant and talk about this." But Violet didn't want to go to a restaurant. She's How can hungry. you think of food at a time like this? Yeah, and I'm not hungry. Didn't they just pull over to like talk about what to do? Yeah. No, they they wrecked the car, and then the uh, the front wheel was rubbing right. on the fender. Right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they get pulled over. And then uh, she says, uh, Dorley, go in the trunk and get the tire iron. And Dorley says, "Who that? who's that? Yeah, that's when they finally find out that they grabbed the wrong body. Um, although they still assume that he's dead. They just think that they got the wrong body. Because when they go on the work the next day, you know, Hart comes walking in. Going to get some coffee. Violet. <laughs> and they're all like, there was, their reactions are hilarious. Yeah. Like they've seen a ghost, obviously, because they think they have. Um, but then uh, Roz overhears them talking about this close call in the bathroom. Because for some reason she's huddled up on the toilet so her feet don't show. Well, she knows well, She knows ev- the deal. Everybody knows. They even said one shoe's in there. Did you check to see if Roz's shoes are under the stall door? <laughs> so, Why are her feet lifted before they're even talking? I guess she's aware that people know to look under the stall door for her feet. Or leverage. Right? I mean, like, if you're really ripping one out, <laughs> you just tuck in like That's a, a cannonball. It's possible, too. That's why she had toilet paper in her hand. She's like, oh, oh wait. Did they have the squatty potty in 1980? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think BuzzFeed was around to tell you that you're <laughs> shitting wrong in 1980. <laughs> I don't know what the world did without people telling you that you're taking a dump the wrong way. <laughs> right. Squatty potty. Order one now. So Roz tells Hart, she, she has everything written down, so she shows it to him, and he's obviously going to try and 
Well, he has like a couple of different things he wants to do. Like he wants to get the police involved, obviously, but he also wants to use it against him as leverage for what else besides like getting them arrested. Because he was like, he had, it almost seemed like he had like well, this whole plan, like he was going to pull The next off. scene is him trying to get with Dora Lee and be like, yeah, he was trying to fuck Dora Lee. With me, okay, yeah, that's why. The and then she hog ties him after pulling the phones out of the, mm-hmm. the wall. And so now they're really running into a situation they didn't want to be in because now they're like, oh shit, we have this guy who thinks we at least negligently tried to murder him almost. And now they actually have him tied up. And Judy's watching him, and then Violet gets involved. Well, Judy's dumb enough to untie him. He says, oh, my my wrist hurts. you got to loosen it up. Yeah. And then uh, he turns it on her. And uh, Dorley's purse is in the office, and she uh, she grabs the gun and just starts firing. <laughs> she doesn't even just shoot once to scare him. She shoots, like, four shots in a row. And she misses <laughs> and hits the the window next to the door. But that brings the fantasies full circle. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he had poison, hogtie, and shooting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good foreshadowing. Yeah. So they decide to entrap him at uh, his own house since his wife is gone. They tie him up with chains and there's a big apparatus of some sort of like workout. It's a garage door opener. It's a garage door opener. Because they, okay. oh, she was, cause they're, they're she was fixing, fixing, her, fixing the garage yeah, door in the beginning. Before, yeah. So she already knows how to rig that up. You know, she's really Inside handy. of a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were. It was still pretty sweet. I was like, what the fuck does she got going on here? Yeah. I was like, this is pretty cool for 1980s nine to five. They remove all the sharp objects from the from the vicinity, yep. so he can't like cut himself loose. Even the glass items. Yeah, reminded me of the end of Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, they get Jesse, you know, cooking, and they have him with yep. that line tied to the ceiling. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And they think <laughs> they're just it, right. <laughs> yeah. They think they're just going to have to, you know, keep him locked up for a couple of days because they're waiting for some documents from corporate because Violet and them find out that uh, he, what, he sold a bunch of inventory from an, uh, a company warehouse. Ajax. Yeah. Ajax warehouse. Ajax warehouse. So he's kind of like cooking the books a little bit. Yeah. Seems what. Yeah. Like what he's doing. Then he's pocketing the, the money. Yeah. And so, but it. Embezzlement. They, is what yeah, they get word from office that, or head office, that it's going to take six weeks to get it. So, like, oh shit, we got to keep this fucker here for six weeks. And they pretty much do until the wife comes back early from her trip. They send, and, um, uh, what's her name? Roz. They send her to language school. <laughs> yeah. Right? She goes to learn French. Because she's supposed to head up like a new um, division. Yeah. Like in another country. Yeah. Also, while Judy is watching the boss um her ex-husband shows up because he's been following her creepy and you know he she plays it off like they're well he just assumes that they're into some kinky sex stuff you know s&m and get a little clip here this is a little back M- and forth M&Ms. between hmm m&m's i know we're about to find out yeah this is just their back and forth what's going on nothing who's in that room nobody let's go downstairs judy there's somebody in that room let me see Good God. Who was that? A friend. Obviously. So, that's what you're into now. Bondage. What's that? Bondage, S&M, sex games. 
That's right. All of it. I'm into everything. Now get out of here. I can't believe it. Who is that guy anyway? He's my boss. Your boss. <laughs> You're having an affair with your boss. Isn't that typical? Just like you had an affair with your secretary. But Judy, this isn't you. You can't be serious. Don't you tell me what I can or can't do. Those days are over. And if I want to have, have an affair or, or play, play sex games or do M&Ms, you can't stop me. M&Ms? As a matter of fact, I smoke pot. I can see what that kind of living has done to you. Well, I've changed. I'll say, and not for the better. And to think that I actually came here tonight to ask you to come back to me. Huh. Fat chance. Back to what? Your leaving was the best thing that ever happened to me. Did I ruin the M&Ms joke? That's fine. We already did reference it earlier, yeah. I believe. And we've been eating M&Ms times. this yeah. whole episode. You guys know what S&M is, right? So are you sure that's when you uh, you put Skittles and M&Ms in the same mm. bowl together? Sick. Polarity sure. ensues because people are like, oh, this is M&Ms. These are like kind of soft. And then they're, ah, a little chewy. Mm. And you get a boner because it's S&M. I like to throw <laughs> one single jawbreaker right in the middle of the bowl. Gobstopper. Wow. <laughs> You're wild, man. <laughs> Just a wild man. Everlasting gobstopper. Oh, my. All right. Uh, so. Did you talk about while he was tied up, they, they phonied up a bunch of memos to change stuff around the office? I did not mention that. And Dora Lee forged uh, Mr. Hart's signature because, like she said earlier, she signs it better than he does. Mm-hmm. That she does. That was foreshadowing. Sure was. Yeah, so they start up a lot of new programs in the office. Uh, the office drunk, she got rehabilitated through yeah. their <laughs> dependency program. It was like he doesn't even program. recognize her. Yeah. Who are you? The old Lush? <laughs> I didn't <Yeah>. recognize her. <laughs> Neither did I. I was like, who the fuck is, she? is this lady? And then like, oh, I had to look it up. I'm like, oh, that's the drunk? Yeah. Oh, you know who? I just realized she reminded me of Kristen Shaw. No? You know no. who I'm talking about? No. Nope. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know. She didn't, you don't think she looked like her at all? Yeah, I don't know. It's right. Kristen Shaw. She's on, uh, you ever watched The Last Man on Earth on Fox? No. She was on Third Rock. Okay. The other uh, page. She does a lot of voiceover stuff. Who is she on Third, third Rock from the Sun or 30 or Rock? 30, sorry. It's like Third 30, Rock. Oh, 30 I Rock. Oh, I was thinking, I, I was thinking of Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the tall lady? <laughs> yeah. 30 Rock. She was the other page. I think she was I on The Daily Show for a while. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Eh, it's lost on me. I anyway, can't. I can't. I don't place her. Speaking of people that look similar, did you guys think that Jane Fonda in this movie looks exactly like Elizabeth Banks? No, I, I can Banks? see it. Didn't cross. My I don't mind. think exactly. Oh, but I had to. I had to look look it up because. Would you think it was Elizabeth Banks? <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot Elizabeth hey. Banks' name, but I like saw her face when I saw Jane Fonda. Like, see that oh, it was like man. her mom. They look. Must have been those giant glasses they, they and that really, really stupid similar. hat. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. I think it was right after she took the glasses off. It's like, man, spitting image. Huh. Yeah, she shows up the first day looking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Is that her? Yeah, that's her. We're needed uh, we're gonna need a special locker just for that hat. <laughs> yeah. And she was serious. She got her special locker for well, her. Well, she's a stay at home mom. She didn't have no experience. She wasn't a mom. She was a housewife. Her housewife? With no kids. Yeah. She never worked before. That's true. Never thought of that. What has she been doing? She's just popping that hat. I was wondering how she got the job because she didn't even know how to get there 
first of all. Like, she'd never been there before. She got lost on her way. Yeah. Popped an app in the mail. She said she circled the block like 30 times before she found a parking space. Didn't know she could park inside the building. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't know what to wear. She was just, you know, a lot of one-income households back then. They must have just, like, picked her application and said, well... I think, I think Lily Tomlin picked her application because she said, well, she's recently divorced, so she no, needs it. She was trying to get somebody else. The The other dude said, well, she needs the job because she's divorced. Oh, And then Lily that. Tomlin says, well, I fucked up. Jerry should have lived so I could divorce him because he died. and <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about widows. Gotcha. With four kids. So wait, who was the person? That's that the actually... clip that I, I wanted him to play at the beginning. He didn't do it. Hmm. So who actually picked her and hired her? It was that other guy right at the beginning. Frank? That wasn't Hart? I don't know why. I don't know. F. Hart. Because that, I mean, that would make sense if he just saw her, I don't know, saw her and was like, ah, like this girl. This can be one of my girls. I I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how she got her job. She showed up and didn't know what was going on. Nine to five. Um, They do other things like they set up a daycare. Uh, they open uh, like a flexible hours schedule. People can kind of come in when they are available or it's easier for them. Job sharing. Yep, job sharing. Which is, was that like revolutionary back in the 80s? Like part-time work? That's all that was, was part-time work. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because one of them Probably. says that, like, yeah, you have part-time work, job sharing. It's mm-hmm. like, it's common nowadays. Maybe in 1980, being a part-timer wasn't as common. I don't know. Still in offices like that, I would think it's not that common, right? Because most companies, yeah, I suppose not in work, They want to, they want full time. Yeah, yeah. I think they might accommodate you if you're already there, and something happens. Yeah, it makes you have to work part time. But I don't know if most companies will go out of their way to hire specifically for part timers. And they do what? Equal pay? They paint everything all pretty. Yeah. Right? Didn't they make the whole place more colorful? You can put plants on your desk. Yeah. yeah. Like well, they were talking photos, about that color coordination to make it more efficient. I'm not sure what they did. I don't they think, didn't go into specifics. I don't think did. that had anything to do with coloring the painting yeah. the walls. Yeah, but. not the walls. Yeah. But it was like a filing system. Color, yeah. color they painted the lockers. System. What was up with that? Just, they're just add some just color? Yeah, color. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Had a splash of color. That's a I hear that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> splash. Gonna add a splash of color. So the uh, the wife comes back early, and what is that? <laughs> <laughs> hmm? I don't know what that was. I guess breath. Was that me? What did I do? Somebody was rubbing up against her microphone. No, it sounds like a breath thing. Cuddly. <laughs> Knock it off, breath. <laughs> So what? There it is again. I think Jones is sitting on a wrapper or something. No, nope. I balled all mine up and put them in that one bag. Anyway, can Mulder like yell at one of you two guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the wife comes back, and they have that balling ass shot on the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a cool shot. That was not that was an out of place shot because I was like, yeah, I definitely is there about to be that. a murder mystery going on? Now? <laughs> I was like, we already had yeah. the fake death. Like, oh, that was a cool shot. Yeah, it was because it zoomed in. Yeah. Um, 
so she or I should say the husband, Mr. Hart, he plays it off like it's a new what workout regimen he's on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she basically has to be out of the house because, you know, she can't use the bedroom. Even though it's like I was talking to Brett earlier, like they have like fucking eight bedrooms in the house. Why can't she just fucking sleep in another yeah, one? It's a pretty huge house. Was that his justification for not having her around? Just that well, well, I think it was her. Like, oh, I think it was more like her suggested. Oh, just go to a hotel. You know, the I can't sleep in here. Obviously, this is all yeah, torn up. He's a he's a changed man, and now he's he's getting as healthy or his body healthier. But it's like, yeah, if you have a bunch of bedrooms in that house, so just go to another one. Mm-hmm. So that really makes sense. But so he comes in the office, and uh, the jig is up. And so they think well, they're they, kind of fucked now. But they were tipped off by the wife calling them. Mm-hmm. And saying, I've been home for three days. And in those three days, Mr. Hart got all the uh, inventory back into the Ajax warehouse, taking away all their black- blackmail power. Uh, so they got the invoices finally, and they were totally useless. Yeah. So now the tables have turned yet again. A lot of turning tables. How the tables turn. These women the flip the tables. script. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not not script the flip like that, <laughs> that uh, mobile company. Mm. I don't remember what they are. Because the boss is getting ready to call the police and pretty much concoct his plan. He you know he got one over on him. However, the chairman of the board is here. <laughs> Fucking Colonel Sanders is present at the office, and he wants first to time. see Mister Hart specifically. Yeah. Because because his man Perkins has been doing some spying. Yeah, his man is that the so is Perkins like one of the guys from the beginning? Then I don't know. He was the dude that was following them all around with the yeah, yeah he was taking notes while they're painting the locker. Wasn't sure if like he was just there in the beginning, like I spying. I don't recall. Yeah, I don't but, think I saw him before he started sneaking around. But but maybe I just didn't recognize him. Cob. Is loving what Mr. Hart has done at the office because productivity is what increased by twenty percent or something like that. Yeah, in say. six mm-hmm. weeks. Six weeks. It's a big jump. Obviously, he doesn't know any of these programs because he didn't implement any of them. So basically, Violet and some of the other women are kind of giving Colonel Sanders a tour, and uh, we have a little clip from that. This is in the daycare center. Transformed it, the cost was minimal. It's cut down on absenteeism, and we had a wonderful time doing it. Well, Frank, I gotta give you credit. You really pulled it off here. Uh-huh. That, uh, that equal pay thing, though, that's uh, that's got to go. Hmm? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's all right as an incentive, but uh, we don't need to keep on priming the pump. No, sir, I don't think so. I've been um, I've been talking to Hingle over here. Oh. Uh, take oh. And uh, you're my kind of guy, Frank. Creative, incisive. Get the job done. Right, sir. Right. Now, I want you to come and work with me. Excuse me? I need a man like you, Frank. A Brazilian operation is just about to take off. Brazil, sir? Uh, you're going to love it down there. You're going to hand some bonus, and you'll be doing a big favor, both to me and to the company. Well, yes, sir, but how, how can I move to Brazil? I, I... Well, I'm talking about a leave of absence. Is that right, Hinkle? Anything you say, Archie. All right. We go upstairs now. We work this whole thing out. So he boots equal pay. Yeah. yeah. That was the I one didn't thing. catch that. I must have not been paying a close attention. We, we already made the joke like three times earlier about the equal pay thing. Oh, I was just kidding when I made the joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought they kept the equal pay. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, he says that's got to go. 
Yeah, because well, after that, the women are, are talking about it. You know, they're excited, obviously, because they their ideas are a huge success. And uh, one of them says, it's a shame, though, about the, you know, he shot down the equal pay. And they're kind of like, well, you know, we came this far. Kind of like, oh, we can, you know, we can still do it. And then it just kind of ends. Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird, too. I was like, well, you know, this is a movie. Why don't they just fucking make it so everyone gets equal pay? And like, you know, the man, quote unquote, Colonel Sanders, realizes that this is good. And so everything should be fine. Equal pay. He's like, good. that's is the it- one thing. That they're not going to do. It's one it's more jab at the patriarchy. Yeah. He's got to watch the bottom line, though. You know, 20% boost in productivity isn't going to cover all that equal pay. <laughs> so I think maybe yeah. it was just trying to be slightly more realistic, even though, you know, there's a lot of fantasy in here, or at least fantasy elements. They'd have to get 30% increase in productivity to make up the wage gap. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> but, I mean, they're only making... I mean, at the time, it wasn't even 70-whatever cents. It was probably 60-some cents or 50. Who knows? Who knows what it was? They probably didn't even make 50 cents an hour. <laughs> it was the 80s. Oh, they could vote, though. So <laughs> <laughs> They got that going for them, <laughs> which is nice. So, yeah, I think they maybe probably just kind of kept that in there to keep it more and more even keel. They do comment on themselves. Like, we've come this far. You know, we can keep on fighting and... Keep on keeping on. Quality. Right. You know, they're just going to bring in some other douche manager, though. They're still going to have to work under... Like, it's not like the three of them are all of a sudden in charge of the office. Well, Bob Enright will probably get promoted again. Oh, yeah, that guy. Such a great worker. Fucking he's got a college Bob. degree. He's got a family to feed. He's got that family. And Mr. Hartz, he's got to be the worst of the worst, right? I mean, even Colonel Sanders was nice about everything else except the equal pay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the one thing that matters. <laughs> oh, the uh, the abuse and how they're treating the office doesn't matter. <laughs> I find it hard to believe that that uh, that daycare in the office doesn't hardly cost anything. Yeah, that's another thing. I was like, there's yeah. like three people in there working right now watching <laughs> these kids. Like, never mind that they more salaries. Never mind that they devoted a whole like conference room to it. <laughs> Yep, got to feed those kids. Not easy running daycare. And they didn't say the, the employees are paying for it to have their kids watched. No. They implied that it was... Company provided. Complimentary. Maybe yeah, they take know. turns in the daycare looking after the kids, right? Instead of working? Instead of spending that time on Reddit, you know? <laughs> half, of the, half of the day where they're not doing much. Instead of texting, being on Facebook, they, they, Yahoo comment sections. They'd, pro- they'd probably save a lot more money if they didn't, you know, make so many mistakes on the typewriters and throw the papers away. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, that office floor reminded me a lot of Mad Men. You guys seen that? Mm-hmm. Where they, got, they got the bosses all around the edges. Themes the are whole... completely different. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> But the women are treated floor. incredibly well in the 60s. Yeah, <laughs> totally different. But like the whole middle floor is just populated by secretaries and typewriters. You know, like it looked like the exact same office almost. It's kind of weird. But I don't know. I thought this movie was cool as just a time capsule, you know, of like the feminist movement at the time, the office kind of atmosphere at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff is interesting. Three strong actresses, I would say. Well, yeah, not even yeah. actresses, just three strong female celebrities at the time. 
You're not even really like, supposed to say actress. You're just supposed to say <clears throat> actor, female actor. Like Dolly Parton wasn't. She's only known for music. Lily Tom Tomlin was a comedian. Mm-hmm. Jane Fonda was an activist, largely. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, was she an actress she was before, before then, she was an activist? Uh, well, didn't she do exercise uh, shit too? Yeah, she definitely. Well, did yeah, that. that's where I more know her from. Exercise videos mm-hmm. in the eighties, because that's mm-hmm. when VHS and VCR started booming, and then yeah. that's yeah. how she got really popular. But she actually did a lot of movies in the sixties and seventies. Okay, but yeah, so. to this point, it's a good kind of capture of the time. Uh, how would you guys rate this? I want to say soonish. Is that the one above uh, eventually? Yes. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd probably because say eventually, but eventually, that's fine. Jones, eventually, then we'll have to flip a coin. Um, the storytelling is pretty original, especially for the time, because that's when they started doing like the fake death and then the pot sequence and. Even at the end, when it was like their plan to get him on the shell company that he's embezzling money from, fails completely. Like something else, kind of like it was all. It was actually pretty. I, I thought it was kind of original. Uh, I don't know. I, I would. I don't know, I'd probably go eventually. All right. Well, we'll have to figure out the final, and then or the final rating another time. But regardless, we recommend that you see it. You got to thank Brett. He was the one who came up with this one. He was the only one who had actually seen this movie before, well, like two weeks ago. I will say it's kind of surprising to read up that it's what seventy fourth on AFI's comedy list. It was the top grossing movie. Did you say of the year? It, it was number. It was the second highest grossing movie of nineteen eighty. It's kind of funny that you know it wasn't what a year or so ago that female comedies. It was like why can't we get female? comedic actresses kind of leading movies and shit like mm-hmm. that it's kind of funny that this movie in 1980 did pretty fucking well in 1980 right. yeah and then nothing really came of it i don't know i've never really looked at trends of female comedies since then but yeah to see it grossed it's critically acclaimed uh and all that stuff and yet it didn't really start a trend of more of these it's kind of surprising i guess yeah, it uh, it made over a hundred million domestically, and it's still one of the top grossing comedies, apparently, from what I read on Wikipedia there. But um, yeah, I think it was definitely a trailblazer for its time, subject matter, everything. I think it was all perfect concoction. Love the music, uh, performances. Thought it was really funny at a lot of different parts. So. Yeah, I'd I got, give no, it a, I got I, no qualms. I'll, I'll change my rating to soonish. Ooh. Based you want to change yours now, Brett, or no? Sure. St- stand firm it eventually. <laughs> I mean, we'll put down soonish. It's borderline, but just the more I think about it, yeah. I guess I would. I mean, it's, it it's really good. I'd recommend it. Uh, mm-hmm. Simply because Brett's the top Brett, end of eventually. But. Brett's one of the first people I've ever heard that's actually seen it, to be honest. So I, that's why I want to bump it to soonish because more people probably should. Yeah. Be aware of it a little yeah, bit, because yeah, uh, so. <laughs> even all the females in my life, I, nobody's mentioned it soonish besides the song. Fine, yeah, yeah, I, I'm fine to go soonish. Okay, because like, yeah, I just watched it like a year ago for the first time, and like I had heard about it, and like I, had, you know, kind of knew what it was about, but I didn't know it was that good. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd heard about it too, but I hadn't heard like all that much. 
Like I knew like the song came from it and it was a comedy, but I had no idea it was like a big hit that year and like, you know, how funny it was and how good it actually is. Like it doesn't seem like people in general talk about it that much, which is surprising given the time and political climate we live in right now. Seems like, I mean, yes, they, like I said, they brought up those three women for, you know, the stars of nine to five were on the stage for presenting some award. But that was like the only thing. But I didn't. I didn't even hear it mentioned like when they did like the Ghostbusters female reboot or I don't, I don't know even, Wonder Woman. I mean, the, not to say they're you know apples to apples, but the main focus of those is like a female leading a superhero movie or females taking over a remake that's predominantly male or so. Mm-hmm. You, you think that this would be brought up as like a case for it? I don't. I don't remember being mentioned once in anything. And it probably yeah. should have, because you might have convinced some people. Part of it might be that they they want you to think that these movies don't exist. Yeah. And for you to say, hey, look at this movie from 37, 38 years ago, and it's exactly what you're talking about. People are like, well, if it already exists, why, why are you making a big deal about it not existing? Yeah. I don't know. Plus, a lot of the stuff is is really dated. Like everybody's on a typewriter. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that they mm-hmm. they uh, you know overcome to to achieve in the office uh, is just commonplace now. So, and there was just stuff in there that I don't think would fly in today's zeitgeist. All the you know the fantasies about murdering your boss, and then there's that part where Dolly Parton actually suggests shooting a cop you know and they get pulled over like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and dolly's like well, i got my gun <laughs> like no 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 she's trying to use that in like every other scene in the movie yeah she claims she only shot it once and it was she was reaching in her purse and she she shot a hole in her purse mm-hmm. yeah it's the only time she shot it yeah there were times in that movie where i'm thinking like they're trying to show strong women. I don't know if this is the best way to do it. <laughs> they're, t- right. they're stealing a corpse and talking about shooting police and stuff. That was kind of funny. And yeah, it's also, I think, Brett, you and I talked about this too. Uh, I don't think it's been released on Blu-ray yet. I don't I believe there's so. a Blu-ray copy. I looked it up on Best Buy and uh, there weren't like any Best Buy stores in the state that had it. Yeah, like I, I've seen this movie plenty of times at like you know, cheapo or Disland, you know, used video stores, but they like not a, really any new copies. Yeah, Best Buy had like a special edition version, but it was like from two thousand six. It was a DVD, I'm sure. It was a DVD, mm-hmm. and it says uh, not available at stores within two hundred fifty miles of you. <laughs> 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 but it was only like eight dollars or something cheap like that. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess we're just waiting for that. Fuck, Criterion should do it. Right. Since it's a groundbreaking film. It would be a good Criterion choice. It's on Cinemax till April 1st. Ooh. So. Skinemax. <laughs> no, uh, Cinemax. Oh, okay. I haven't, haven't heard of that one. <laughs> it's uh, HBO's subsidiary. All right, well, anybody else want to have anything else to add? Any takers? All right. Well? Oh. No, that one. That's fine. No. Oh. Good. 
All right, why don't you uh, reach out to us? Email us at watchthismovie at yahoo.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchthis__movie. Check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com. And uh, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Other than that, we will check you later. Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Man. What are you talking check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you lost my case.